On March 7th, the Department of Labor released a proposed rule to increase the minimum salary required to qualify for certain overtime exemptions. It's estimated that the changes would make as many as 1.3 million workers newly eligible for overtime unless employers increase their salaries. Now is the time to evaluate the potential impact on your business. I'm Kara Murray, and this is HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. We know you work incredibly hard to support your employees and make your business a success. More than likely, this means you wear lots of hats, and one of those might be HR professional. We're here to help you get the insight you need in order to tackle day-to-day workplace issues. This week, I'm joined by Kristen LaRosa and Merrill Gutterman, both work as counsel for ADP's Small Business Services. I also want to thank the ADP Client Appreciation Program for sponsoring today's episode. You can earn free payroll by referring ADP, and if you want to learn more, you can reach out to your local sales representative. So before we get into the details of the proposed rule, Kristen, could you talk briefly about wage and hour laws to provide a little context to our discussion today? Sure, Kara. So start with the Fair Labor Standards Act, or FLSA, which requires essentially all employers to pay most employees at least the federal minimum wage for each hour worked, as well as overtime pay for all hours worked over 40 in a work week. It also allows for exemptions from these overtime and minimum wage requirements for employees who meet specific salary and duties tests. Great. Thanks, Kristen. So what did the DOL propose changing? So they proposed a few significant changes, um, but before we get into those, I just want to make clear that this is simply a proposed rule. Um, the public's going to have an opportunity now to comment and there be changes to the proposal before it becomes final. With that being said, the biggest change the DOL proposed is an increase in the minimum salary requirements for the administrative, professional, and executive exemptions, increasing the current minimum from $455 per week to $679 per week. Right. And in addition to that, employers would be able to use non-discretionary bonuses, incentive payments, and commissions to satisfy up to 10% of this requirement, as long as these forms of compensation are paid at least annually. And when we talk about non-discretionary bonuses, we're talking about bonuses that are announced or promised in advance, such as a bonus for meeting certain production goals. Right. And another thing included in the proposed rule is an increase to the total annual compensation requirement for the highly compensated employee exemption to $147,414 per year. Right. And for this highly compensated employee exemption, employers are already allowed to include commissions and non-discretionary bonuses and other incentives toward meeting the total annual compensation requirement. And currently, there's no cap, and this wouldn't change under the proposal. Right. And one thing to keep in mind is that many states don't permit employers to use the highly compensated employee exemption to qualify for an exemption from overtime under state rules. So when would this rule become effective? So the changes won't take effect until after the DOL publishes a final rule. And before a final rule can be published, the proposed rule is subject to a 60-day public comment period. And then after that 60-day period ends, the DOL will review the comments to determine whether changes should be made before publishing a final rule. So that process can be lengthy and potentially take several months of review. With all that said, what steps should employers consider taking now? Well, right now, employers should review all of their exempt classifications to ensure that their employees still qualify under the existing rules. Um, And employers will also want to identify any exempt employees who currently earn less 
than $679 per week, which is the proposed salary threshold? Okay. So if the rule becomes final and an employer has exempt employees that make less than the $679 per week, what should the employer do? Well, the employer should either reclassify the employees as non-exempt and then pay them an hourly wage and any overtime when it's due, or the employer could raise the employee's salary to meet the new salary requirement that's needed to qualify for the exemption. Yeah, and I would just add here that you also want to consider the potential costs of each option. So if you have an employee salary that's well below the new proposed minimum and they rarely work overtime, it may be more cost effective to reclassify them as non-exempt. But if their salary is closer to the new proposed minimum or they frequently work overtime, uh, you may want to consider raising their salary to keep that exemption. All right. Do you have any additional advice for employers? I would just add here that some states have their own salary requirements uh, that already exceed this federal proposal. Uh, Some other states may decide to increase their salary thresholds based on this new federal proposal. So I would say where state and federal rules conflict, uh, you want to make sure that you're in compliance with the one that's most generous to the employee. Absolutely. And also watch for updates. We'll be monitoring the status of the proposed rule closely and updating our FLSA guide as developments unfold. Thank you so much, Kristen and Merrill. We'll include a link to the FLSA guide in our show notes. We want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. Again, I'm Kara Murray. And for all the latest episodes, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts.